everybody, welcome to Hit Rewind. It's another perfect concert playlist. This episode, we are diving into progressive rock. I know I said the full name. No one ever says the full name because I'm cool. Yeah. Um, so we pick three bands that are in that well I mean there's more than obviously the three that we're doing and we're going to do another episode all focused around Genesis there's other guys but they never really had big hits like Hawkwind has had like 80 albums no one could tell you a song from them if they were just like a general listener they've never had a single that was successful so I'm skipping guys like that or like um Oh, there was another guy that I was thinking of that was really prog rock, and I see his albums every once in a while. Uh, Brian Eno, you know, stuff like that. It's just, no, no. Um, I do music just because you love to do music. Yeah. <laughs> you're, the one guy the one guy I thought about was Todd Rundgren because he had his solo stuff, and then he was in a really great band called Utopia. But, I, you know, uh, you, have, you have to throw some stuff out. You can't do everything. <laughs> All right. No, we'll be there all night. It's be a long night of music. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> maybe we need to do a day's worth, you know, like a day concert thing, you know, Lollapalooza type stuff. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, the three bands that we did choose for this episode is Yes, Pink Floyd, and Rush. And uh, I believe I started the last episode. So who do you want to start off with? Let's see. If we were. Did I introduce ourselves? Hold on. I'm Michael. That's Ron. Hey, I'm Ron, that's Michael. Yay! All right, now we continue. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you introduce each other. All right, um, shoot, who would we open with? Probably, that's a hard one, because they're all big. So we just kind of got to maybe go in alphabetical order, I don't know. <laughs> I, t- I tend to go with who has the least amount of songs on my list. Um, yeah. But, you know, you're in charge, so you go first and guide this episode, and I'll guide the next one. Right. For me, it's barely yes, barely. Yeah, I, I, they're the ones I had the least amount of songs from. Okay, let's start with yes then. All right, so no opportunity necessary, no experience needed. Uh, this is one thing you got to get used to with these older groups because they're either really long titles or they have a short title with fourteen different sections on it and <laughs> take up one whole set of an album. But <laughs> anyway. Um, what got me on this song is that Hammond and I think opening up the set with that that Hammond order I love a good Hammond order yep absolutely the driving line after that I'm sold trying to think there's Uh, there's what's the other there's another keyboard that was really popular around this time like they did the Rockford Files music with that that keyboard doggone it that's what a Rhodes no I'll remember it it's, I think it's like a three-letter thing. I can't remember. It's really popular. Go ahead. You, you do your list while I look this up. You said Rockford Files. Is it more like a... No, you're going to get me dug into this now. Yep. All right. No. Um... Do this. You do. You talk out your list or whatever, and I'll try to figure out what my stupid segue... All right. We're five minutes into the episode. Uh, I already segued. <laughs> a Moog. It's called a Moog. I remembered. Moog. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number two on my list was... Uh, again guys this is always in no particular order for me i just i typically start at the bottom of their uh, discography and work my way through and sometimes i get through the whole thing sometimes i'm like why did i do this (laughs) for me i try Uh, to format it like if i was actually programming a concert so that's the difference between our lists right 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 and we'll get more anyway moving on uh the 
to see. Uh, next one would be I've seen all good people. Everyone loves this one. Yeah. Uh, this is a two-parter. Uh, what does this say? I think that would also be a good opener song with those vocals. That acapella opening, I think, would be a really good way to open up a show. Yeah. Uh, the single version of Your Move, is, as far as I can re- recollect, was my introduction to Yes. I think. Anyway, I'd choose the extended two-part version, though, like this. So they did relieve it, release it as Your Move, which is a shorter version, but I'm all about it. I mean, we're at a concert. We're live. you got to do the whole thing. Right, right. Uh, roundabout. Um, south Side of the Sky. Siberian Katru, I think I said that right. Of course, Owner of a Lonely Heart's got to be in the other. Um, you know what? Now that I think about it, that might have been the first song I ever heard of, but yes. I, I think it's most. Uh, for our generation, it's definitely, that was what, 82, 83, I think, is when it came out? Yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah. That might have been my introduction. It wasn't until... Um, my stepfather came into the picture and he had that album collection that I really started getting into Yes because again he had quite the collection um, let's see next would be uh, Cut from the Stars and Mirror to the Sky uh, I'd use that as kind of like an instrumental break Mirror to the Sky I think it is an instrumental yeah it, on paper uh, Yes oh were you done I'm sorry no go ahead on paper, Yes seems like the kind of band that my dad would have liked, but it's not poppy enough. But we had a very uh, close family friend um, that collected Yes like crazy, and then he put them up in like those little displayers, those you know the kind you mount on the wall. And I'm always fascinated by the artwork, but I never listened to them um, until you know just like the last few years. I think I want to say that it was the trip actually that. Uh, trying to remember now i want to say it was the trip that we took to visit my sister like five years ago and there was a concert on the satellite there's one it's called axs access i think is what it's called where they do concerts a lot you know and they they showed that and then they showed uriah heap i think was the other band oh yeah no that would have been a show i'm looking at this list i'm thinking i think you'd probably get this with progress i mean you get a, a degree of it with a lot of bands that have been around in a while where they're gonna they're going to evolve as the years go by. Uh-huh. Uh, their sound might change a little bit of here and there, but prog rock's one of those things where every once in a while you'll get a you'll get a hit that hits the radios really well and everyone loves it, but the rest of their stuff's always a little bit different. Yeah, you know, like Owner of a Lonely Heart's one of those for me. That seems like they're a totally different band, but still a very good band. But when you listen to their other stuff, I'm like, is this the same people? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I still remember Sugar Ray, that first song that they had that everybody listened to. Um, Was it Fly, I think is what it is. And then (laughs) someone bought the album. The rest of it's like real hardcore, like punk. I'm like, oh, okay, this is different. (laughs) And then they realized on the next album, they're like, we better make more songs like Fly because that's what sells. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Had to cut their spikes off and... uh... Anyway, um... Should we wear pants and shirts now and comb our hair? Okay. (laughs) I would say that's it for my list, but again, this is from the 70s. Oh, actually, the last few songs were actually from 2023, believe it or not. Mirror to the Sky. Uh, And they still got it, in my opinion. I'm trying to remember. Did we do an episode early on with Boston? I can't remember if we did. I don't remember i think we 
we're going to have to look back at that. Yeah, I was just curious. Boston is another one of those that has a very locked-in fan following. All the album covers kind of look the same. It's a little confusing telling. Yeah. Is this a new one? I, I don't can't tell. And yes, kind of has that that look or whatever that sound that's eternal. I mean, once you once you find something that works, like the Ramones, a lot of people say, oh, all their albums kind of sound the same. And I was like, well, I mean, they found a formula that works. They locked in their audience, and they were good for twenty years. Yeah. All right. You're going to find that when we get into Floyd here in a bit. Yeah. Uh, where diehard fans definitely noticed a difference when, when things started to change. But we'll get to that. The, right, um, your turn. So my list for guests is way shorter, so I apologize. But it's a band I had a hard time getting into. But um, I And a lot of this is really obvious stuff. But uh, I, I've seen All Good People, I think, is a really great way to start a concert. I was torn either to start or finish with that song. And I tried, well, that's an early song for them. So I figured we'll progress through time a little bit. Um, so the, I start off with that. I, my favorite song for them is Roundabout, which is ironic since I hate roundabouts in the real world. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> um, Love Will Find a Way at number three, Changes at number four, and then number five is an obvious, Owner of the Lonely Heart, it's just, or Owner of a Lonely Heart, which as a child I used to sing, Owner of a Lonely Fart, or no, Owner of a Stinky Fart, and yeah, that made my parents very happy. <laughs> owner of a Stinky Fart. <laughs> it's much better than the smell of a Stinky Fart. Uh, I have remembered that people for 40 years. <laughs> Folks, this is the kind of music he'd make up on the fly as we're walking to Papa John's to get some pizza. It would be, or like walking on, uh, like, you know, remember we used to go for those long walks off college campus downtown, and just, it was goofing off the yep. whole way. <laughs> uh, well, I'm a low-rent version oh. of Weird Al. <laughs> I, I'm the dollar general version of Weird Al. <laughs> I was going to say, Weird Al missed out on that one. Yeah. All right, so, um... Uh, he did do a polka version of it though on uh, Dare to Be Stupid. There's a uh, he has that part of his polka medley. Yeah, right. but he didn't use your words. No, so. he didn't. No. All right. So who is next? <laughs> no, we didn't cover the who. Man. Ah, darn it! This is this is gonna be a joke that comes up in the next episode because there was a confusion on bands. <laughs> all right. So. Um... I'm going to have to say Pink Floyd's going to be our headliner at this case. I was, uh, it was really a close call for me because yeah. I really love Rush. But, I, I, um, I, I was I, torn because I have more songs by Pink Floyd, but Rush is more of the rocker, like the kick-ass rock and roll band. And I was like, oh, what do I do? I have like this many songs from this guy. You know what? Oh, so, yeah, it, just, it doesn't. We can't win this one. Nope, nope. So my second band, my second up will be Rush. All right, we're going to open up. Well, not open up. Um... Number one on the list is closer to the heart. Uh, see, you started off in the ballad. Interesting. Closer to the heart. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks a lot, man. Now I'm going to be off on a tangent. Um, <laughs> that's what we do best. The Working Man is number two, Fly By Night. And why not? Uh, Cygnus X1, book one and two. Wow. Do it all. This is where they start. This is where their set's gonna start to get lengthy. Yeah, I was gonna say. Cygnus <laughs> one, uh, book one is like ten minutes long, and it takes up one whole side of the album. 
And then Cygnus 2 is like 18 minutes long. <laughs> I remember um, our friend in college, Raju, uh, he was a huge Rush fan, and it was something that you and I hadn't really tapped into, I don't think. At this point, I wasn't listening to Rush. I knew a couple of songs on the radio. Did you grow up listening to Rush? Uh, a little bit. I really got into, again, from Fane. He was a big Rush fan as well. Um, but yeah, I think Rush was a big part of my, my childhood. Floyd didn't really come into my life until high school. Yeah, I think you and I were listening to The Wall a lot in Dark Side of the Moon. I never really got into any of the other stuff except for the singles. Uh, I'll admit that. There's only two albums yeah. I've really just dug into. Do you remember watching Wizard of Oz trying to line it up? Yeah, I remember failing miserably. <laughs> it uh, didn't go well. <laughs> I think the whole point of being able to do that is, one, got to have the album, and two, you probably got to be drunk. Yeah, or high. <laughs> I see. Uh, what did I? Where did I leave off there? Uh, the Spirit of Radio. Of course, Tom Sawyer has to be on this list. Red Marchetta. Subdivisions. And this is one I didn't realize. I don't know if I ever knew it or not. But when I was listening to Drew here, I really like it. It's called The Analog Kid. Yeah, I, I heard that one. That was, it didn't make my list, but it got close. Uh, as a bonus song, because this set is already days long, so why not? Throw <laughs> uh, YYZ in there from Moving Pictures, and if this says where I am with Rush. I didn't even get to the other ten albums. Oh my so. gosh! Wow. Yeah, you're talking. You missed a whole chunk. Wow. Uh, I, I mine yeah. is. I think every single song except maybe one you didn't cover. I think only one. It's a lot shorter. But um, were you done with your list? I'm sorry. I'm done, yeah. Okay. I need to wait, and I need you to go, okay, your turn, instead of being impulsive like I am. No, you're good, man. All right. So it starts off, all these are real obvious. All these were uh, singles that they released. I think all of them were pretty successful. But uh, Tom Sawyer, uh, Spirit of Radio, Free Will, Working Man, uh, Dip Down a Little Bit Slow, you know, for the middle of the concert, Closer to the Heart, uh, Fly By Night. My favorite song by them, it, it'll, I think it's really, really dense in what it's trying to talk about, and the video is fantastic, is Subdivisions. Um, yes. And then the final song is Limelight. Now, like I said, there's a lot we could have left off. <laughs> yeah. They could go all night. I, I, I try to keep myself, I have a sheet of paper, I have like one of those stenographer notebooks, not a, like a normal size notebook, and it has 25 slots. And I try to stick to that. If I really have to, like with Genesis, I did go the full 30. I just I had to go to another page. Yep, 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 yep. All right. This is well, why people get paid professional money to make up set lists when you're doing, uh, when you're covering decades of, of, of a portfolio of music, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, Pink Floyd's a little bit easier touring, because... Songs that are hits, but usually when you're doing a tour, it's to cover the album you just released, so right. it's a lot easier. Well, I think that's the bummer when I do go see a band because I went and saw Cheap Trick recently, and the, every album over the last like 15 years has been phenomenal. I mean, I'm adding the whole album to my favorites playlist. They didn't play a single thing after like 1983. It was a bummer. Really? Yeah, they even have a new album out, and they didn't play anything off of it. And I'm like, why? What? What are we doing here? <laughs> I'm trying to recapture all the, <laughs> the 
what is it, the nostalgia factor for a lot of people, I, I guess. guess. But it would have been nice if they said, this is off our new album, at least one song, like the single you're going to release. Right. Yeah, for me, I could do yeah, a 30, I could do a top 30 of just Cheap Trick, but I'm not going to torture you with that. But I do have an idea for a future episode with Cheap Trick and uh, probably Def Leppard or something. Ooh. Yeah. That would talk. Um, all right, Pink Floyd, our closers. Or headliners, I guess it would have all right, so I'm going to start off, again, no particular order. Dark Side of the Moon, uh, not the song. Wait, is there a song? There's no song. No, you just is made that? that up, you weirdo. My gosh, some fan I am. All right, <laughs> time off of Dark Side of the Moon, that's the way I meant to say that. Brain Damage, and then I would read, lead right into Eclipse, also from the same album. Okay, we're seeing a running theme here. Um, the Great Gig in the Sky money and every single one of those is off dark side of the moon <laughs> uh welcome to the machine uh that might make a really good intro song that's that's uh, my intro we... yeah what's that 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 is my intro welcome to the machine is my opener i think that yeah the way that ends honestly a lot of the prog rocks, uh, rock groups i've noticed when i was trying to figure out okay what would be a good opener what would you you know bring the lights up to and the, a lot of them always have kind of this weird long symphonic or or just interesting intros before it leads into the meat of the song you know yeah well it reminds me of you remember like older older movies would have an overture like these epic films that have overture first just to warm you up for the film and then go into the action yeah it's like that all right uh let's get out of that album um oh we just did wish you were here now, every time I hear that song, I remember a particular night of camping, uh, sitting around the campfire with Fane and some of his friends. Um, you can imagine what that looked like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember it fondly. I mean, I think we listened to nothing but Floyd that night. But every time I hear Floyd, especially this song, I remember that night. You know, and it's one of, it's one of my fondest memories. Yeah, I, I feel like... You and I would do this, like, we got really into, like, this little British corner for a little while. Because remember we were listening to the Monty Python comedy album? Not not both, because I had one from Aaron Hawley where it was uh, just the greatest hits. And then we were always yeah. listening to that and The Wall. And then I remember years later, uh, I hadn't listened to Pink Floyd in a while. Mindy, my sister, had got The Wall live. And that is a stunner. I had no idea how powerful. And I'm just listening to it. I'm not watching it. It's so amazing. Um, the happiest days of our lives would lead into another brick in the wall part two now we're into the wall uh, so that's only if I had to choose from this album right yeah uh, it would be those two songs but as I see it the wall deserves it like you were just saying I think it deserves its own light on the stage in its entirety I would love to just go to a concert and I would pay money for this to go to a concert and see Pink Floyd play nothing but the wall straight from, from start to finish I don't. Um, I, I don't even know. Are they still touring? Because I, I, I'm thinking of just getting the the digital, like on on my Voodoo account that we share. They have Roger Waters presents the Wall or whatever in concert, and I think that's. I mean, it's a lot cheaper than actually going and seeing it because I think it's like two hundred dollars or something. Well, I mean, this is in a perfect world, right? So yeah, that's true. That's true. We have unlimited funds. Perfect world with all the original, you know, artists on, on stage. Um, and then I see that would have been number nine. 
Number uh, nine. Number nine. Number nine. Oh, <laughs> number nine. No, we're not doing the wheels. Uh, yeah, that's another group we would never get done. Although it wouldn't take very long to get through this. <laughs> no, we did do our Beatles episode, and that was torture, because I think back then we were trying to hold uh, ourselves yeah. to 20 yeah. songs, and you're like, I'm not doing it! <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did do that, didn't we? <laughs> All right, so like I said, the last one's learning to fly off of a momentary lapse of reason. And I think that's where things really started falling apart for Floyd, from what I was reading. Yeah, and then it just seems like a lot of their stuff was just greatest hits collections and live albums and stuff yeah. like that. So. Yeah. And that is it for me. All right. Learning to Fly is actually an amazing way to end the concert. It's not what I chose, but um, so I guess we'll go. I think I have more songs than you than uh, with, with Pink Floyd than anybody else. Um, so I, like I said before I start off with Welcome to the Machine a mood setter kind of just like getting you revved up um, and then just right into just just do it another brick in the wall get everybody just yeah um, Have a Cigar is next uh, Learning to Fly Money Young Lust Time Breathe Breathe is such a good palate cleanser were you saying something? No, I, I was agreeing with you on no. that one. I forgot about that one. Uh, Brain Damage, which is kind of a more obscure track, but I love it. Um, on the Turning Away um, is our penultimate. And I want to end on, I think, the most like powerful song that no one seems to ever talk about is Shine On You Crazy Diamonds. Do you know Do you know this one's off their very first album? It was their first single. I'm going to have to. I can't. Sadly, I don't know that one. Oh, God, it's so good. And it's just, it's it's a, it's a goodbye and telling you to go out into the world and shine on, you crazy diamonds. You know, you conquer the days. Gotcha. Well, I'll give it a listen. Yeah, I absolutely adore that song. All right, so that is our list. Um, so I said this is our progressive, or sorry, prog rock uh, uh, episode, but we do have another one where we're focusing on Genesis and all the spinoffs and solo stuff from that one. So that'll be our second prog rock. The Kings of Prague. <laughs> all right uh that is it uh to be continued everybody ron do you want to say anything before we go uh, you put me on the spot every time well, i'm not I good do. at this improv crap all right sorry <laughs> we love you guys though how about that okay continue we, we really appreciate y'all and we hope to keep coming back to listen to us even though uh, i'm not very much of a showman but, uh, <laughs> i'm a good guy you're, you're the technical guy i'm the jabber jaw so <laughs> that's right uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs>